2 Corinthians Part 1 The church at Corinth didn't respond well to Paul's first letter. So he sailed across the sea and met with them. This didn't go well either. He then sent them a very harsh letter, one that's not included in the Bible. Titus returned with encouraging news of how they took it to heart and repented of their sins. Paul then sent this letter. He said, You heard of our trials in Ephesus. Oh, we thought we were going to die, but God delivered us. He's always near to comfort us when we're suffering. This equips us so we can comfort others when they're suffering. Please, pray for us at this time so we can all rejoice together. As you know, I was going to come to you first before visiting the churches at Macedonia. I changed my mind because I wanted to spare you another painful visit. When I come, I want to be a source of joy, not tears. So instead of coming, I wrote that last letter. Oh, not to hurt you, but to show my great love for you. The man behind all of this trouble has hurt you as well as me. (laughs) I praise God he has repented. Brothers, this isn't the time to overwhelm him with guilt. Decide the proper punishment and then forgive him. Show him you love him and don't let Satan get the advantage in this situation. After I wrote that harsh letter, I needed to know how you responded. I told Titus to come to Troas and report on your reaction. I went to meet him, but he wasn't there. The Lord opened doors for sharing the gospel in Troas, but I was totally focused on you. I left and took a ship over to Macedonia, hoping to find him there. With you on my mind, this trip was lonely and I felt spent. It was like a Roman victory march. They burn incense along the road, and the smell of it reminds them of their victory. But that same smell is repulsive to the captives because it reminds them of their execution once they get to Rome. We're the ones burning along the road as Christ marches along triumphantly. This world follows behind him. To the victors in Christ, we're the smell of triumph. The world finds us repulsive because of their coming judgment. As I traveled, my thoughts were constantly of you. In this world, people are proud of their letters of recommendation. You're the letter of Christ, produced by us, written by the Spirit, and read by everyone. Because of it, I have confidence to continue this new work that the Spirit is doing. Compare this to the letters of stone that were given to Moses. (laughs) His face shone like the sun, so he put a veil over his face. Because of it, the people didn't notice when the shine faded. To this day, there's still a veil whenever the law is read. When a person turns to Christ, this veil is removed. The Spirit of God brings freedom, and we reflect the glory of the Lord. (laughs) I had to remind myself, since God's mercy shines through us, I press on. 
I put aside anything that would hold me back. Our message should be plain to see. Ah, but the God of this world has put a veil over the eyes of those who won't believe. They aren't rejecting us. Because Jesus is the light of the world, not us. They're rejecting Him. As I traveled to Macedonia, I felt weak and unable to accomplish anything. It's times like that when we remember it's God who has given us this ministry. He uses weak people to accomplish eternal work. He does this to show His power. We can easily be pushed around and crushed. That doesn't change a thing. It's exactly what happened to Jesus. As it was with Him, so it is with us. Our trials and our death will bring life to others. I didn't know about your situation, but I finally realized that our encouragement comes from God, not from what happens here on earth. Because of that, we don't give up. What happens to us here can't compare to what God has prepared for us in heaven. His Spirit is just a down payment of what lies ahead. While we're in this body, we're separated from our heavenly home. <laughs> oh, but once we're separated from our earthly home, we're finally with the Lord. It doesn't matter if we're here or there. Our purpose is the same. We're to please God. The day will come when we'll stand before Him and give an account of what was done in this body, good or bad. Therefore, let's work together to help people prepare for that judgment. Christ died for us. So let's live for Him. And why shouldn't we? <laughs> Everyone who comes to Christ becomes a new creation. Their old life flows away and a new life appears. And this ministry has been given to us. <laughs> We're working together with Christ. Nothing can slow us down. We're only limited by what we allow in our lives. God wants you to be free from anything that holds you back from serving Him. That's why we should be careful not to get tied together with non-believers. That's why we keep ourselves pure, so we can work together and get the job done. For more, go to BibleTelling.org.